you know, if you plant a seed in your hand, it's never going to grow. You know, if you just hold on to it, you hold on tight. I'm not going to let go of the seed. It doesn't grow. But if you put that same seed into the ground, you know, just a mustard seed, it's going to grow into a 20 foot tall tree. So it's where you plant your beliefs, where you plant them. If I'm holding tight fisted onto this, this mustard seed that I won't let go of because I'm too afraid that if I let go of it, I'm not going to succeed. Well, guess what? I've already made my bed. It's not going to grow. I've already failed. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Gabriel Shields of Be New Creative. Gabriel, it's awesome to have you on the show. Yeah, awesome to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Definitely. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Gabriel so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And most businesses struggle to define their brand. Gabriel and Kelly Shields help businesses discover who they are to develop a brand that's authentic to them, creating loyalty and trust with their audience and people. And as a husband and wife team, they understand how a successful business is like a successful marriage. It requires two very different people to discover their shared values in order to make healthy and beneficial decisions so they can better the life of the other person. Gabriel and Kelly help businesses look beyond products and services so that they can market effectively and establish the perfect marriage between a successful brand and successful people. Gabriel, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. I'm super excited to dive in. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I like to call your CEO story. Absolutely. Um, kind of it all got started when uh, my wife and I decided that we wanted to kind of jump into something a little bit more meaningful and we wanted to help businesses to really discover something about themselves, do business a little differently. We saw a lot of businesses that, you know, the onboarding process or the, the company culture was really um, it wasn't really formed in the way that was about values and success for the business in a way that really built it on loyalty and trust and and creating a sphere of people that were a community that marriage like we talk about and um so we wanted to take some of the principles that we live by and see how to apply them to business and so we started when we started we were basically building websites at first but we eventually kind of realized that like you can't really do a website unless you know what the messaging is and so that's when we kind of went maybe we should do a strategic piece and then it kind of all fell into place as we started to through the strategic piece, we realized that that really um, exemplified our values of relational business practices. We had to get to know the business people to be able to understand how to tell their story in a way that connected with the story of the people that, that they want to ultimately build those relationships with their clients and their customers. So it worked out really well. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely sounds like that. I appreciate you for, for sharing that. I love that that marriage metaphor that you kind of talked about. And I think that you're absolutely right where I think, and I know when we first connected, we kind of talked a little bit about this, where a lot of times we think the brand or what that represents really is the logo or is the website, but really is so much deeper. So as you said, really understanding the people in the business and also the people they're trying to serve and how yeah. that marriage happens is really the foundation, it sounds like, of the branding. Absolutely. You know, to put that in perspective, 
you know, the whole logo thing is, is kind of like, uh, to, to use the marriage metaphor, it's kind of like saying the ring is the, is, is the marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, like the ring just kind of symbolizes what the unity. And so as a husband and wife team and as business people, we realize we're not perfect at this. You know, like when you do business with your team members, conflict arises, customers have potential issues, um, whether that's understanding how you're going to help them or they have technical issues or what have you, just like in a marriage, like, you know, it's not, it's messy and business is messy. But the reality is, is that when you take that step back and say, how can I actually focus on bettering the life of the other person and focus on helping them rather than trying to get what I want and like trying to push for what I want, then ultimately you find that you actually have a more successful relationship with those customers because it's about them instead about you. When we strive for revenue or when we get afraid like of the bottom line, what ends up happening is by default, our value ends up becoming fear. And then that motivates us to go out of a place, uh, motivated to make decisions out of a place of fear rather than making a decision out of place of servitude, which is like, how can I help these people and take care of them well? Yeah, that's extremely powerful. I love that servitude word and and really understanding, like, I think so many times if we're just looking from that fear mindset, we're thinking of how can I win where when we're looking from, you know, that servitude mindset, it's, it's about a win, 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 you know, and, and yeah. all the different constituents that are involved and really approaching it from that perspective is absolutely huge. And so I wanted to, to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on how you work with your clients and your process. I know we touched on a little bit, but could you take us through a little bit more about that and what that looks like? Absolutely. Yes. So we have a a process that we like to call define, design, and live. And so what the way that this works is that the idea here is we we really do uh, call it like our our tagline is discover your brand. And we found that in the define stage, you know, you really let me let me fast forward a little bit. A lot of people see the 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 business from the outside in, right? They see the logo, they see the colors, they see the photos, they see your marketing. but we're speaking from the inside out. So the defined stage is really defining like, what is this actually about? What's the problem that we're trying to solve? What are the values that we're trying to express? And now I don't mean like value, like value brand, like Walmart. I mean like core values, like what do we believe? Because behaviors stem from beliefs. So if we can define those core values of the business, we unite all of our people internally. And in turn, we help communicate those values outwardly in a way through all of those design pieces and through all of our marketing and through all of our communication in a way that customers get. And so the reason why we call it a discovery phase is because people end up discovering a lot about themselves as people, you know, as, as why did I get into this? What do I want to achieve? What do I want my opt-out strategy to be? How do I want to support my people? What decisions do I want to make to support my team? Um, all of that stuff happens in the define. And then in the design stage, This is the part where we apply all of the aesthetic pieces and the strategic pieces to be able to communicate and express those things. And then the last part is the fun part is that once all that's done, you're living it, right? You're getting able to utilize it and execute it on a daily basis. And if you really spend the time to define it well, then you're really not going to have to go back as often to redesign and reinvent the wheel in that live stage. It's kind of like we, we always like to say, it's better to have to refine than redefine. And so if you mm. define well, you're just going to go back and you're going to refine a little bit. Oh, need a little bit of a refresh on that, on those, those elements of my brand, rather than being like, well, you're going to have to scrap this and do it all over in five years or two years sometimes, you know? 
And so um, I want to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself or your business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I think it really is that um, that piece of, you know, a lot of branding companies, unfortunately, really are just, you know, a logo. You know, it is really branding seems to mean graphic design, unfortunately, in a lot of companies. And for us, it, it is really just having set Kelly and I really wanted to set that relational business practice. I mean, we really believe that, you know, in this world, in this digital world, people tend to think about life first in URL terms and not first in IRL terms in real life. That's what that stands mm -hmm. for. Right? Mm -hmm. And what ends up happening, you know, is that people think that they need all of these digital platforms rather than thinking about all of the life, all of the living that happens outside of, you know, the Zoom call and the website and the social media post. And so we really, we really strive to dive deep in a relational sense to really, to be able to strategize because, you know, we really do believe that that knowing kind of how to have a successful marriage of business really comes down to sharing those values, understanding those values that and and getting to a place where we can actually like dive deeper and I mean our clients end up sometimes becoming our like some of our best friends you know because when you're on mission together and you clearly know the the direction that you're going then you have a deeper sense of the relationship you know um if you've ever had those like put it in friendship terms if you've ever had a friend um you know, the difference between a really good friend and an acquaintance is generally not just shared interests because acquaintances share interest. It's something deeper. And generally it's that person you can go a little deeper with like emotionally, um, spiritually, whatever it is, you know, you can go a little deeper. You know that you can trust them. You know that you can call upon them. An acquaintance, you know, they may love the same Xbox games that you do and they may be all set to go to the barbecue but when, you know, crap hits the fan, you're going to go to your tr the, tr the people that you trust, that you know, and the way that you get there, whether it's in a marriage, whether it's in a business, whether it's in a community or friendship, is really seeking to understand. Um, and that understanding or that strategy in business, that understanding really comes from diving deep into what do you believe? Behaviors stem from beliefs. So let's dig into what do you believe? so that we can figure out how we align. I think that's what sets us different. Kind of the long answer, but the short answer is kind of the tacked on at the end there. So. <laughs> no, that's a perfect answer. And it's so funny that you say that because I say so many times that we forget about the human aspect of business and we forget about, you know, that relationship and that relational um, kind of interaction that we can have, you know, within our business and within our lives. And I think when we tap into that, as you are able to, you all are able to do so well, it really, you know, allows you know, I think organizations and businesses to to really reach a deeper and stronger a bond and connection. So definitely appreciate that. And, and I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? You know, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's coming to the realization of, and this may sound kind of overly simplistic, but I sometimes I think some that's the stuff we overlook. It is really is that piece of, of putting trust in people and supporting them. Um, because often we hear the delegation piece. The problem with just saying delegation is that unfortunately, a lot of times when we haven't done all that work that we talked about more previously is that we end up, if they don't know how they fit in the organization, 
you know, then what ends up happening is if they're not doing it right, we have this like, why didn't you read my mind? Why didn't you know what I wanted? Even though I haven't set any ground rules out for you. We haven't done a tone guide. We haven't talked about the brand personality, right? That when they do that wrong, it's easy to just jump in and be like, I'll just do it. So I think it's really preparing that. Um, so what I like to call like giving, um, giving all of your employees that value piece and saying, here's what we believe in, but it's also giving them like a brand personality. So they know like the tonal, um, the tonal pieces. And so um, I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It could be around branding, or it might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. Oh, wow. Yeah. The younger business self is interesting. I feel like my younger self wouldn't have enough patience to listen to everything that I wanted. So my younger self was pretty stupid. So <laughs> I think all of us, we, you know, we don't, we, you, wisdom comes with time. Um, I kind of said it earlier, but, but what I, what I would say, and this is something I've had to learn. So I like to say it a lot to, to people, cause I think it gets overlooked, which is, and it goes back to that value piece, which is that if you do not take the time to define your values, fear by definition will become it. And then those will drive your decisions. And, you know, I, I know this from, you know, I'm not, me being able to give this advice is because I've made these mistakes. You know, I, I want to, I want to put that out there that there's a humility and like leader. I think if a good leader is because that leader has had to be humbled, you know, and I've seen this, whether like, that's why we do compare the business and the marriage thing is because honestly, you know, I make, you know, I try to be the best husband and the best business leader I can be. I'm far from perfect. And one thing that I have to constantly realize and put in check is, am I operating out of a place of fear or faith? And uh, when it comes to that, I have to ask myself, what am I putting my faith into? Um, you know, if you plant a seed in your hand, it's never going to grow. You know, if you just hold on to it, you hold on tight. I'm not going to let go of the seed. It doesn't grow. But if you put that same seed into the ground, you know, just a mustard seed, it's going to grow into a 20 foot tall tree. So it's where you plant your beliefs, where you plant them. If I'm holding tight fisted onto this, this mustard seed that I won't let go of because I'm too afraid that if I let go of it, I'm not going to succeed. Well, guess what? I've already made my bed. It's not going to grow. I've already failed. I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're open to different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Gravy Road, what does being a CEO mean to you? I love, I, you said it earlier and I'm going to, I don't know if you came up with it, but I don't care. I'm going to, I'm going to steal it. Like, I love that servant leader. I love that you said that. I think to me, you know, I never want to get, I, there, I think it was Simon Sinek. I was watching him some years ago and he talked about that the title doesn't belong to you. You know, that these same guys that like make, you know, millions of dollars and have the private jet and it's all rolled out for them. And the guys come and carry their bags. The moment that somebody else takes over that title, nobody's waiting at the car for you anymore. You know, they're not there for you. They're there for the title. And I think for me, CEO, it's just a reminder of that humility that like, I'm only here by grace. You know, I'm only here because it's been given to me to, to steward. Awesome. 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 Well, Gabriel, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you and your wife are doing. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I want to say it's a pleasure to have been on the show. And I really thank you for making the time. 
um, to have us on or to have me on. Um, Kelly's here in spirit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, you know, if if uh, anything that we talked about today kind of resonates with anybody, you know, feel free to reach out. You know, we're on LinkedIn. You can find us at benewcreative.com as well. And we do all this stuff that we talked about. We do in workshops and we work one-to-one with people. So if people are interested in that, just, you know, give me a little... Uh, call out we'll shout out on linkedin or on our website on benewcreative.com and we'd be happy to you know if you're local grab some coffee if you're not grab some zoom (laughs) (laughs) absolutely no i definitely appreciate that gabriel we will have the links and information in the show notes as well too so that everybody can follow up with you uh but definitely appreciate all the work you do all the impact that you have for organizations and you reminded us of the impact that we can have as leaders especially serving leaders so truly appreciate you again my friend and i hope you have a great rest of the day Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.